Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits late, Shantae, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. That's your host, Brendy, and I'm your other host, Lenny. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us any word suggestions you may have. Yes, please do. And this week's word is ally. Like Lady Gaga's name in A Star Is Born. <laughs> Yes. I love that poster with the so good. the rainbow sheen. The casual rainbow behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Very calculated <laughs> and clever. So on point. So many centuries ago, the word ally referred to two people being joined in marriage. You'd become allies. Cute. It was later used as a term to describe countries who were aligned throughout World War One, and then all nations had aligned against Germany, Italy, and Japan in World War Two. Takes me back to when I was oh. a nurse in World War Two, Pearl <laughs> Harbor, my white uniform. More like a performer for the troops. <laughs> Have you seen Full the Boys? No, I haven't. It's Bette Midler film. But I've watched the Kate Beckinsale movie, Pearl Harbor, okay. which is what made me become a nurse. But anyway, okay. so but in regards oh, really? oh <laughs> But in regards to the modern LGBT plus <laughs> usage, there's been a lot of discussion about what an ally is and isn't. And it's getting even harder to define as the word gets tossed around by people who aren't even marginalized. True, but to most LGBT plus people, an ally is a heterosexual person who supports equal rights, gender equality, um, and they also try to challenge all the phobias when they see them occur. Yeah, so an ally believes that LGBT plus people face discrimination and do their best to acknowledge their social and economic disadvantage. Yeah, they may take part in activism by standing with an individual or a group of a marginalised community. But it's important to remember that being an ally doesn't necessarily mean that you 100% understand what it feels like to be oppressed. Yeah, but it does mean that you're taking on the struggle as your own and doing what you can to offer support. That's right. Massive tick. Woohoo! <laughs> so what's the difference between an ally and an advocate? Because so, I think that people get confused with them. Absolutely. Yeah. An advocate is very much somebody who's taking on action politically. Yes. So, I mean, an example is Barack Obama, Mm -hmm. who, when he was president, was very vocal about his support with the LGBT community and the right to get married and whatnot. An ally would be my friend Jen and Felicity, who marched with me during the marriage equality debate. Yeah. There's degrees, like an advocate, you're focusing on dismantling the structures. Yeah. So, it's a lot more of an active role, but an ally could, yeah, just be a family member or a friend offering support- To varying degrees, yeah. Absolutely. They're not part of the community, but they're jumping on board to support that individual. Yeah. 
So we touched on this a bit in our Pink Dollar episode, which is, you know, corporations and companies cashing in on that cultural currency of queerness for cool Mm -hmm. points. But it seems now that, like, individuals are doing it as well. I mean, individuals, like, just everyday people, but then also celebrities, which makes me always a little bit sceptical when someone does come out and If they're doing it for the right reason. Yeah, if they're doing it for the right reasons. There's, like, a lot of ways to describe these sort of things. So it could be, like, queer baiting Mm -hmm. or virtue signaling, which is kind of signposting your... You know, certain beliefs to look good or give off a certain image, which people do all the time. Even sometimes when they do believe something, but then they want that credibility or, yeah, like I said, to give off a certain image. So they really make it obvious. like being back in high school, not ruining your reputation. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there's been a couple of mostly pop stars, even male pop stars as well. So there's the female pop stars with their gay audience. Yes. And then some just kind of naturally have that. And then some really try to attract it or play to it. Natural. Kylie. Yes. (laughs) Play to it. Katy Perry. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let it out, Lenny. Let it out. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you have to let that audience grow. You can't pander to it. No. Um, I mean, except if you want to for the money. And there's even been some like men, for example, Nick Jonas, who would play at gay clubs, be on the cover of gay magazines. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he was, you know, criticized for that. Maybe if there's nothing to back it up, like as in you've shown support for the community or spoken about it. But if you're just kind of really intentionally trying to market your good looks and pop music to gay fans, Mm -hmm. that is a kind of form of baiting, especially if on top of that, there's, I don't know, if he was accused of this or a few other people have been though where there's a bit of actually James Franco is a good example where they don't want to admit to their heterosexuality they want to keep this mystery but really they're probably just heterosexual but they're like I don't want to talk about it because it's not important yes that's kind of leading people on in a way it adds to their mystery but it's actually not helpful And then there was someone like Macklemore with Same Love. A lot of people criticised him as much as it had like a very positive message. Beautiful song. Yes. Mm -hmm. People were like, well, I don't need this straight guy to tell me being gay is okay. I know that. But then even those people admitted that maybe straight people do need to hear it from someone like him to think that it's okay because like he doesn't you know it's just that thing where he doesn't represent a lot of people's experiences but people are going to listen to him well he's got a voice and he's got a platform you don't need to be part of the lgbt community to tell another community what's right and what's wrong i think it's not necessarily like people for example like macklemore maybe not queer baiting but other people in the community get frustrated because they've fought so hard for a cause and yep. done a lot of work and then a straight person comes out with a song and everyone's like, oh my God, it is okay. And like, yes. so it's like, not that they even want the credit, but it's like that focus goes on them. And yeah. it's like, we've been working on this for 30 years yes. and this yeah. guy brought out a three minute song. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, oh, yeah, no. and the song look, is. To be yeah. fair, Macklemore did perform Same Love at the NRL. Yeah, What, crazy. what was it? The <laughs> NRL Grand Final? Um, we know about sports. <laughs> we Sporty. I go to spin class on a Monday night. Um, no, and apparently um, Tony Abbott didn't want him to perform that song, Same Love, yep. at the NRL, but he pushed and pushed and pushed and Why he did. Why was Tony Abbott getting involved in sports? I remember Why that. Why was, was Tony so Abbott ever stupid. a thing in Australian history? He is 
fucking terrible. heinous. But I totally get what you mean in regards to our community pushing for something and then all of a sudden it's summed up in three minutes. Yes, yeah. And yeah, he's probably not a uh, offender, but there are some people that are. Yes. <laughs> Katy Perry just started getting very, trying to get very queer like a couple of years ago. Like she cut her hair off, she got a little earring, she had a film clip with all the, am I offending you? No, I all thought it was rain- a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> But she was really, like, it was like she really was trying to... Just a bit too hard. A bit too hard. A recent example is all the Real Housewives that have said all these homophobic and transphobic things in the past, showing support for Pride. Their costumes and their rainbow dresses. This is why, yeah, you sometimes don't know people's intentions. Like, it's very, very trendy now, and it's not usually that divisive. Just to show that sort of support, you're not really engaging in, in any sort of discourse. Like, it's just, you know, waving the flag and I support love is love. And, like, we've moved past that in Australia anyway. We do that in other countries that don't have, you know, same-sex marriage. But we've got so many other problems. It's not just love is love. All well and good that they go <laughs> yeah. to the parade and they attend the parties. Yes, it is. hey, who doesn't love a party? <laughs> but I'd like to see these women actually going into the community and sitting down and listening to teenagers who aren't accepted by their parents or fuck, go to, go to a drag ball yep. or go and meet some transgender individuals and, and actually get into the community. But on the housewives thing, we're not saying that all of the housewives, no. obviously the show is, for better or worse, is produced by a gay man um, yes. who has challenged them on certain things. And there are some housewives who not have just shown support and rocked up to these pride parades, but, you know, raise money, have friends, family in the community. You know, like Lisa Vanderpump and Erica Jane. I mean, so besides them, but you've also got some true allies who have done some good, as opposed to just, you know, dancing on stage or attending a pride parade. Oh, yes. You've got Daniel Radcliffe, who has always been very vocal about equality. Yep. And he was actually awarded the British LGBT Awards Celebrity Straight Ally Award over the last couple of years. And he turned around and he's like, it's odd and bizarre getting an award for basic human decency. Rob Thomas from... That's so cute. From Matchbox 20 said the same thing when he got an award. Yeah. He seems like a cool guy. That's great. <laughs> Lena Dunham, she wouldn't actually yep. get married until her sister had the exact same rights. That's nice. Which I think A lot of people have lovely. said that and then they go and get married. <laughs> we won't get married, but we'll get civil ceremony. No, <laughs> no I think they just I like say really it and nice. then like five years later, they're like, still hasn't happened. I better get married. <laughs> but then you've even got like Josh Hutchinson, who is the hot blonde guy from Hunger Games. Yep. Heartthrob. Um, he actually started up the Straight But Not Narrow organisation, which aims to create support networks between straight and LGBT communities, which is incredible. And then obviously Lady Gaga, who yes. started the Born This Way Foundation, which yes, is, that is incredible. Massive. Yeah. Huge. And a lot of celebrities have jumped on board that. Yeah, even though it was, that was only, you know, fairly recent in our lives and our minds, mm. like, you know, in the, the noughties. It wasn't as cool to come out as an ally even just 10 years ago, as it no. is, say, now. That was around the same time that Katy Perry was telling her ex-boyfriend to hang himself because he was so gay. So that was the state of pop music. Yeah. 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 So. What song was it? It's literally called You Are So Gay. It's heinous, Fuck to it. use a word <laughs> that you like. Fuck Katy, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, even I Kissed a Girl, like, a bit offensive. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Moments. But it's kind of a fun song. 
Love yeah. dancing to it. Yeah, totally. Um, and Glee's version but of I don't, it was excellent. Yes, anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think that Madonna shaped pop music in so many ways, including depicting gay people, yes. having them as her dancers, showing her sexuality, showing homosexuality. As much as I know that she's an artist and she puts these things together and curates them, it was still very effortless. Yeah. Gay dancers, dancers of all backgrounds. I mean, I swear the first time I saw that, le- you know, I, told, I talked about it in the um, Vogue episode, yeah. that orgy, that um, the girly, was it the, the girly tour? Like seeing that homosexuality, two women, two men, everyone together, mm-hmm. it would have been the one of the first times that I saw that. And it didn't seem like it was for shock value. No. So go Madonna. Um, she was very outspoken during the AIDS crisis. She lost a lot of friends to AIDS. She did. Actually, she won an award recently and spoke about how her ballet dancer, when she was in high school, was gay and he was the first gay man she met. He died. Um, when she moved to New York, she had two gay housemates. I think one of them passed away from AIDS also. Um, it was the artist Keith Haring. And she was also raising awareness for safe sex practices during her concerts Yes, too. Yep. So, yeah, like that was at a time where people were terrified of AIDS. I mean, I think in this situation, that is a braver or a riskier thing to do in terms of your career. Like, as opposed to now saying, oh, I'm an ally, woohoo. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Especially back then in the 80s when the AIDS crisis happened. And yeah. So many, I mean, in the 70s, there was a lot of gay liberation happening where yep. it was, we were it on actually, track. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the AIDS it epidemic set, yep. set us back. And a lot of people went back into the closet yep. and it all started to sort of become 1950s again. Yep. She took a huge risk being so vocal and embracing the community and having that voice, which is incredible. But, I mean, then you also had, like, yeah, along with Madonna, you had another extreme celebrity, which was Princess Diana. Extreme. Extreme. Yes. Yeah, massive. Um, fabulous. But yep. yeah, you've got this royal princess has got Buckingham Palace telling her what she can and cannot do. Everything's, you know, behind a brick wall in a palace. Yeah. She rocks up to a hospital. Rocks up. She rocks up to a hospital, greets all the nurses and the doctors and whatnot, and then heads straight into the, the AIDS ward and sits, chats, and is hugging these patients, no gloves or anything like mm. she had been told that she had to wear. Yeah. And she's embracing these people because they're human, even though everybody had been ostracizing them. Yes. And it's all filmed. So then all you have filmed. the whole world seeing her interacting with them that way. And you everyone was mind blown. Yes. And then outside of Princess Di and Madonna, you've also got you know, huge stars like Liz Taylor, who was a big advocate for AIDS awareness. Cindy Lauper wrote True Colours. Janet Jackson, what was... um, There's Together Again. Together Again. But she also had, yeah, a lot of gay and lesbian themes on the Velvet Rope as well. But then one of my favourite (gasps) all-time TV stars, Lenny. Yes. She was a huge, huge advocate for AIDS research, gay rights and women's lib, was Elizabeth Montgomery, who was the star of the 1960s TV show Bewitched. Oh, okay. And she was in the um, in the eighties. She was marching alongside her on screen husband. Oh, that's right, Dick Sargent, who had been diagnosed and died of AIDS. Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, incredible. And also, like on that show as well, and Dora, who plays her mother, she lesbian. Uh, she was lesbian. Oh my god, I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Really. Yep. Documented. <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I just sort of, I don't know, with Elizabeth Montgomery, I just think, one, she was just stunning, but two, she was so ahead of her time. Yeah. She was so vocal about equality and human rights. Yeah. She, for me, is an iconic ally. But the question is, Lenny, 
Do allies deserve praise for not being a bigot in 2019? That's something that is what gets me a bit fired up and tends to rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. When someone says something about being an ally or, you know, releases a hit song and people think that it's this amazing gesture and that they Completely. doing something that, yeah, doesn't necessarily need it. No. Are we praised for not being bigots <laughs> against heterosexual people? <laughs> No, it was a good point, actually. We, yeah, true. If it's 2019. Yeah. We grew up being told, I mean, I don't know about you, Lenny, but I was sent to a Catholic primary school and Catholic secondary school. Yeah. I'm not religious whatsoever. However, in religion classes, we were literally taught to treat others the way you would like to be treated. Mm-hmm. Or if we're, if we're quoting that heinous book <laughs> that shan't be named, <laughs> what's the term? Love thy neighbour? Yes. Oh, but unless you are A, B, C, D, E, then no, actually you don't fit the checklist. So whatever. Yes. I mean, I hope that I am an ally to other minorities and I certainly don't expect praise. And I also can understand, you know, like for example, with male feminists, so many men that call themselves feminists aren't allies to women and aren't actually feminists and don't actually understand most of the issues that women kind of face, you know, to varying degrees. If they were, then a lot of my straight female friends wouldn't have so many issues with their boyfriends. Um, Yeah, you hear people, you know, come out as, I'm a feminist, but they're never the ones talking about these issues. They're always silent when there's Um, there's a rape or a murder. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to get on social media, but if you're the sort of person that gets angry on social media or gives your opinions on social media, Mm. you should probably be doing it for the issues that you say you care about. Because, yeah, I don't think I, you know, I don't really do that myself. So that wouldn't be weird if I don't, like, every time I'm annoyed about something, I don't get on social media. But there are people that do, and then it just doesn't really add up what they're speaking out about. Or even with their friends, like, are they calling their friends out on things. And, yeah, I could Social never understand. Social media does my head in, though, sometimes. I'm just like, like oh, pe- yeah. people love to throw their opinion on it, but I'm like, how about you actually just go out and well, that's, do something that's the thing, again, yeah. There's, we see this in the LGBT plus community and with issues faced by other minorities as well. People have a lot of opinions on social media, but then they don't back it up. No. And I suppose that's why you don't deserve praise for being an ally to any group. When I was younger... I'm so old. When I was younger, I didn't understand when certain minorities were like, I hate these people. But as I've got older and understood, you know, how the world is for a woman and how the world is for LGBT plus people, I totally understand that. Because when someone says I hate white people or I hate men or I hate straight people, they don't mean they like hate every straight person, but they have an anger towards Because those people are, even if unintentionally, they're holding up the norms of society that lead to your oppression. Yes. So it's like that anger that if that doesn't change, even with certain acceptance, you'll always be on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't really think it's necessary for every celebrity in quotation marks to come out as an ally, but you just need to live your values. Mm -hmm. And and like people who aren't celebrities as well, obviously, because I don't want it to make it all about celebrities, but it is expected that every celebrity says they're an ally now. Mm-hmm. And now the matter of Taylor Swift. And you were going to bring it up. <laughs> well, it's, the most- <laughs> it's what prompts us to have this episode. You've been banging on about this. Oh, I have not. <laughs> you have I called me have like to- there is no... Like, I don't think oh, I've I received do. so many phone calls. I've called you so much. 
I feel like it's it's such old. No, it's not old news, but it's not as fresh in my mind anymore. It's definitely not something I was angry about. It's just kind of tiring, I think. I rolled my eyes with the film clip, I'll admit that. Yeah. I don't even dislike Taylor Swift. Like, Red is one of my favourite albums ever. Still. Yeah, I haven't really liked <laughs> I love anything. Red. Like, I just... Her I, stuff before 1990, 1989, sorry, was yay, but well, since th- then I'm like, nay. She's descended into a full pop yeah. career in my mind, which I don't hate pop at all, but I don't I don't think that's her. I think Red is her for me, <laughs> I miss she's tr- grown. I, I must admit, like, I miss, like, original Taylor Swift's, yeah. like, a little bit of, like, country, like, yeah. oh, this I think is that was the sweet. perfect, yeah, for me it was the perfect balance. <laughs> I don't have a problem with her, but this isn't so much an issue with her, but just an issue of... I'm just so sick of seeing these narrow depictions of gayness, queerness. Yes. Like, I'm not fabulous. Like, that doesn't... Correlate. It's not, yeah, it does not that it has to represent me. It's more just like that doesn't excite me or it just feels so narrow. Mm -hmm. Like, what she's depicting in the film clip is, you know, fabulous gay men. Mm -hmm. It's drag. It's, you know, rainbows. It's glitter. It's just, like, fun. It's got the Fab Five there and everyone's all, like, fierce. And I feel like this is dated. It's just kind of a bit boring. So then I'm not angry about it, but it's just, like, this is frustrating because people are like, whoa, this is so amazing, this beautiful song. You know, it's very calculated and crafted. That's fine. That's generally pop music anyway. It's Uh, it's got a good message. The lyrics aren't super deep, but it's not going to hurt anyone. But it's kind of dated depiction of Of our community. Our community, yeah. A a certain section of our community. And I know there are women in it, but I didn't even notice them. I only noticed Ellen because it was drag, it was gay, it was, yeah, all those things. There was a drag queen dressed up as Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay, Taylor, I don't think I've ever seen a Taylor (gasps) Swift drag queen before. All right, fair enough. We can't be hard on her because this is all new in her world and it's great. Like, it's not a bad thing that she's discovering this. But for me, it's just boring. And I I don't think it makes her not an ally or a bad ally. It just doesn't excite me or I don't think it's groundbreaking. It's really But I understand that it will probably do a lot better than it will harm anyone. It's like a tokenistic aspect for me. Yeah. You know, which which has oh. happened for the last 20 years. It's like gay, gay best friend, gay character. Like if I saw that video clip at 18, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah. what have I signed up for? This is so exciting. <laughs> and absolutely like, yeah. a, you know, yay. Oh my God. And when I was 18, I was all about the, oh my God, I've got to be fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> and but years later, I'd write a show about it and whatever else yes. and blah, blah, blah. But 13 years later, I can honestly say I have a hoot being fabulous, but being fabulous is fucking exhausting. I can imagine. Too. It is very <laughs> exhausting. And you know, looking at the film clip, I'm like, yes, this is fun. Yes, it's colourful. And you know, it's a celebration to a degree. Yep, great. Yep. But there are so many other aspects within our community that are not just... RuPaul. Gay men and drag queens. Yes. Right? There is so much more to it. So much more to it. But... To her credit, she has donated, and you know, a big tick, $113,000 to fight anti-LGBT bills um, in Tennessee, which I think for her, I'm like, that's incredible. Yes. Like, good on her. Yeah. You're not just cashing in on no, she, this. No, she is giving back. Yes. To compare to someone like, you know, my, my faves, like Lady Gaga or Madonna. Or Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Brandy. <laughs> no worries. I am recently. She's a member, not an ally. True, true. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, Fuck. <laughs> 
is that Taylor is so squeaky clean. She was the popular, you know, she was a popular girl in school. You know, that she's, well, she probably was a bit of a dork, but she's just conventionally attractive, thin, beautiful. Not a reason to dislike someone, but she wasn't an outcast like you think maybe Lady Gaga or Madonna are. They're more on the fringe. They're more involved in those communities. If you're an outcast, you understand the struggle a bit more. 100% yeah. agree So I think you. that's why Lady Gaga, okay, when Born This Way came out, lots of people had things to say about it. The lyrics aren't mind-blowing or anything, but it's a great song. People did have criticisms, but more people are on board because she's... From day dot, she's been date, yeah, more genuine. Like comes ally. across as more genuine. Day dot, she was an ally, an outcast, can never do anything right. People say that about Taylor, but it's a little bit different. The people that criticize Taylor aren't the people that criticize Gaga and Madonna. Yeah, they're not the cool girl. No, I've always sort of depicted Taylor as she's a bit of a nerd, but uh, she's a beautiful nerd. I reckon she's gorgeous, yeah. but I've always depicted her as that dorky girl at school. She was a geek. I reckon she yeah. was an. Absolute 100% geek, and there's nothing wrong with geeks. Like, um, but I reckon she was a geek, and then all of a sudden she's got this fame, and yeah. it's like, oh my fucking god, I'm yeah. the popular girl now. And well, then that's... she gets her squad, and she gets, yes. it, and it's all this power hungry, like, oh my god, I'm the popular girl yes, now. Yes, that's and totally that's how accurate. I depict her because yes. I'm like, but then yeah. she did get popular and did have the squad, and that's why people like this isn't as relatable as just, the underdog. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. when yeah. she came out with that um, heinous <laughs> song against Katy Perry, where <laughs> they're all coming together and it's. But then Katy Perry the was co- in the new clip and, like, uh, yay! Like, I just looked at that and I'm that like, that was my gay voice. What is going on here? This is. <laughs> I'm like, I just looked at that film clip and I'm like, oh, this is just high school politics. Yes. I just, she just came to the high school politics late, you know, yeah. later in her career, late in her life. Yeah. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And then, Brendy, do you think that we need to add an extra A to the acronym for ally? No. No, neither. No, absolutely not. Okay, good. Just support us. Yeah, I don't think that if you're asking that question, like, what about me or I need to be represented, then you're not in it for the right reasons. No, exactly right. Um, the only people I actually think that should be considered part of the community that aren't LGBT plus are the children of LGBT plus people who can also, you know, face discrimination as well. 
because of that link. There are some people that get a little bit confused with the A in our acronym, thinking that it could be for asexual or ally, but I believe it's for asexual. Yes, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Anybody tells us otherwise? <laughs> no, it's not. I think that people are saying there needs to be yeah, an extra one added and no. it's not. No. You're not a sexuality or no, a gender, no, no. so just support or a minority. Yeah. Sorry. I support Or women. don't. We don't need you maybe if you if you're in it for the wrong reasons, just go away. But I support <laughs> I, I support women's lib, but I'm not No, you're a woman now, Brendy. Yeah. I don't expect to be like for a GA to be added to yes. your acronym. Like it's just I support it. I'm all for yep. it. Like and then there are a number of different organizations, Lenny. Now I'm not gonna go into all of them, but I'll just yeah, you know, look, you've got Athlete Ally, Atticus Circle, Human Rights Campaign. Mm-hmm. Even you know, the Trevor Project, which um, a lot of celebrities have jumped yep. on board because it came about after an, an Academy Award winning short film called Trevor. And it's all about um, suicide prevention. But the big ally organization that I think is wonderful, it's marvelous, wonderful, P Flag. P Flag, oh yeah. P Flag, which is the first and largest organization which actually unites parents, families, and allies with people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. And I just think that, for me, P-Flag is incredible. And I remember my friend Anthony and I took his boyfriend back in 2010 to his first Pride March down in St Kilda. All the little floats are coming past us and we're all cheering on. And then fucking P-Flag comes past... Anthony's partner, Jason, his parents <gasps> were carrying the banner and he had and he had no fucking idea. That's so beautiful. We all we all fucking oh, fucking, fucking we, we all started to tear up. He was in tears because he had no idea Aww. his parents were and they're just cheering on and they were smiling and oh it was That's so nice. Yeah, it was actually a really beautiful yep. moment. Yeah, so they're a good ally. Yeah. And we've we've got a few suggestions for allies. We do. Yep. For any of our uh, Current or future allies that are listening. Yeah. Or celebrities that would like it. to be an ally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing out a new film clip. All right. <laughs> a few pointers. Lenny, let's go. Okay. So don't behave like a straight tourist at venues or pride celebrations or take photos without asking. We're not furniture or props. Yeah, especially when it's, you know, people people that are like semi-nude and, you know, just because you've never seen it before, you don't need to capture that. Mm -hmm. It's a bit patronising and, yeah, fetishising, I think. It's not a novelty. It's our lifestyle. We're out there in our bondage wear and that's our (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) You're out there in your SUV. It's fine. We don't take photos of it. (laughs) Uh, Another point, open your ears and listen to our community. Yes. And just as male feminists can be sexist and allies to people of colour can be racist or prejudiced too, straight allies can also have phobias and prejudices and be problematic at times. And if you are part of the community, be an ally to other letters of the acronym too. (laughs) Don't be narrow-minded. I mean, in the words of the high school musical cast, we're all in this together. (laughs) Yeah, it's important to think outside your safe little bubble. You don't have to be an advocate or a full-on activist, um, but you should care. Anyone who has a history of marginalisation should care about others who are facing the same thing. And if you are heterosexual, don't call yourself queer or expect anyone else to call you that. I may call you an honorary lesbian, but it's only if I think you're worthy and it ends at that. (laughs) (laughs) Lenny, you're so strict. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, also, if you are heterosexual, you don't come out. So please, for the love of Cher, don't tell us that you came out. It's not the same. Yes, very true. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And just because you have a gay best friend doesn't mean you can speak on behalf of the entire community or say that you're allowed to say things are gay because they said it was okay. Absolutely. Had that happened, right? Oh, God, so many times. <laughs> and now the final point on Lenny and Brendy's checklist yes. for how to be an ally. Have a fucking voice. Yes. So when friends and family members express a sentiment that LGBT people are you know, bad, weird, or less than, don't be a bystander. Fucking say something. Yeah. And say the right fucking thing. Because it's easier for you to say something than for a, a person in the community to say something on their yes. own behalf because mm-hmm. it can be more confronting and scarier. Stand up. Yep. So there's a film called Pride that came out in 2014. So good. Um, it's so good. So good. I love it. Um, which was based on the true story where the gay and lesbian group from London uh, showed their support for the mine, out-of-work miners that had their minds shut down by Margaret Thatcher, yeah. I believe. The Iron Lady. Yeah, so they wanted to be allies for the miners because they saw another group that was socially and economically disadvantaged, having power wielded over them, and they felt like it was similar to their struggle. So they wanted yep. to be an ally for the miners, and eventually the miners became an ally for them, and it was actually a really beautiful story. So good. Highly recommend yes. seeing that one. <laughs> uh, you've also got these incredible documentaries that were made over the last few decades. You know, one's called Screaming Queens, which is about the riot at the Compton Cafeteria in 1966. You've got Tongues Untied, um, and you've also got We here, which are all critically acclaimed documentaries, not made by our community, but from outside. And incredible because they all delve into different areas within our community and really brought about um, awareness. That's true. And also probably an important thing for if you are an allied to kind of watch if you want to get a bit of sense of LGBT plus history yes. if you don't you're not in the know. Look, I love Paris is Burning. Yes, but I can give a long list, and of we can give and we can give a long list. Up. It's Paris is Burning is incredible <laughs> yep. for our allies, yep. but there is a lot more. Oh, to, totally, yeah, to life than Paris is yes. Burning. So please do watch. <laughs> And RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Please, please do watch some other stuff. And then in TV and TV movies, there was a line in the film Always Be My Maybe, which is currently on Netflix. Yes. Wasn't crazy about the film, but the line was kind of funny. A girl mentions to someone she's meeting that she's having a baby with her female partner Mm -hmm. and he launches into this kind of spiel about well he keeps telling her that he's an ally and that he supports the community and it's kind of awkward but you know he's just trying like really hard to make sure she knows that he's cool with her being you know just one queer. Of those awkward yeah. kind of moments yes. but that he's like yeah. straight dude that's like I'm on board with this but really labors the point. She's just like stop um, talking. There's Glee, um also on Netflix actually. Oh my god, I've just started <laughs> back watching it yeah. and I'm just loving it. Um there's the Born This Way episode and there is Queer as Folk, the US one, because it's the only one I've seen. The mum in that is surely a PFLAG member. She's so behind her son, her gay son. She's got all the badges. Mm -hmm. She's got rainbows everywhere. And she's just like... She goes out partying with them all the time. Yep. They go on a pilgrimage to Canada to get married. And I'm pretty sure she goes along as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, watched it when I was very young, so I can't. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day when you had to wait a week till the next episode (laughs) came out. (laughs) We were patient back then. (laughs) Um, And then in the musical theatre world, (laughs) 
friendly Step segment. on stage. <laughs> a number of different musicals like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, Priscilla, Kinky Boots and Rent that are all musicals that are you know, heavily focused within the LGBT community and really sort of focus on different areas which, whether they were written by gay or lesbian men and women or written by heterosexuals, I just think it's incredible that these musicals have become so popular and oh, yeah. really delve yeah. into a world that the heterosexual society wasn't familiar with. Yes. But there's one musical in particular that I'm so excited about because it came out last year in 2018. Yeah. Um, and it's called Prom. It's got a bit of an 80s vibe about it, but it's about four washed up Broadway stars yep. who hear about this young lesbian teen that wants to have a open prom where anybody can bring their partners, whether or not they're opposite sex, same yep. sex, et cetera, et cetera. These four washed up celebrities or Broadway <laughs> stars see it as an opportunity to reinvent themselves yep. and jump on board as allies. <laughs> it's incredible. It sounds beautiful. It sounds, yeah, yep. it looks, I've been listening to the soundtrack and yep. it's just fabulous. And Lenny, you know, that brings us to the end of our LI episode tonight. Yep. Now, before we go into our usual, I just wanted to end with an ally that hasn't been mentioned. Oh, yes. um, she's political. I'm just going to mm-hmm. shuffle my papers yes. as if I'm in front of the uh, podium. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, gay people are born and belong to every society in the world. They are all ages, all races, all faiths. They are doctors and teachers, farmers and bankers, soldiers and athletes. And whether we know it or whether we acknowledge it, they are our family, our friends and our neighbours. Being gay is not a Western invention. It is a human reality. That was Hillary Clinton. Oh, wow. Yeah. The fabulous (laughs) Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Now on that note. Yes. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in once again to our LI episode. You can follow the show at at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And send us through any word suggestions. Absolutely. And we look forward to To chatting with you. In a fortnight. (laughs) In a fortnight. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Or on social media. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. Send us suggestions. We love it. Hit us up for film recommendations. Follow us. So many. (laughs) Um, Cool. That's that's it. We'll see you soon. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.